You've heard the pods. Now see the smods. See smod.com, your one-stop shop for tickets and info to all upcoming live Smodco shows. Babylon at the Hollywood Improv, January 27th. Ming stops by Pensacon, Pensacola, Florida, February 17th through 19th. Kev appears at the Comedy Attic in Bloomington, Indiana, March 8th and 9th. March 10th through 12th, Ming and Mike are at Lexington Comic and Toy Convention. Lexington gets old with Jay and Silent Bob, March 10th. An evening with Kevin Smith coming to Covington, Kentucky, March 11th. Jay and Bob get old in San Diego on March 18th. Jay and Silent Bob making their way to St. Louis on April 19th and 20th. Grand Rapids, watch Kev and Jay get old on March 28th. March 29th, Jay and Bob get old in Detroit. Get old in Chicago on March 30th. Check out Kev Solo in Bakersfield on April 22nd. That Kevin Smith spends an evening in San Luis Obispo on April 23rd. Bookmark csmod.com and we'll see you in your town soon. Your girlfriend's safe at this lunar One guy's Asian The other is Oh, that's just me talking over the music as always Hi everybody, welcome to another fine stellar episode of Nooner um, On the uh, Smodco Internet Radio Network I'm a host, my name is Marty I'm Scott Hi Scott Hi, Marty. Did you like that song? Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, and Bad. the theme song. We were listening to some Japan droids a little bit ago. Uh, they have a new album coming out on the Friday. So uh, big plug for them because, you know, they're big fans of our sh- No, they're not. Tip the scales. Um, we, uh, we're running a, a Bare Bones crew today. Um, Scott, how's your neck? Uh, <laughs> as I tried to uh, adjust it. Yeah. Um, it's sore. I always have uh, arthritis. So yeah, I turns out I have a little arthritis in my neck. It's cold, and when it's cold, it kind of ratchets up. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah, that's how you know a storm's a brewing. There you go. Not yeah. Sometimes you know. Well, at least I know it's cold. Other than the Fahrenheit, uh, the <laughs> neck is. You know how I know it's cold? I fa- feel fucking cold. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, uh, but we just had some very welcome rain here. And uh, that was nice. Did yeah. you? But your house uh, is suffering a little leaking. Yeah, it's leaking. But I wonder at uh, the garages. But I wonder, are we out of the drought? We are not. We're no, not. Southern California is still technically in a drought. Wow. It will require a lot of uh, more than just rain. Um, but I think you know the past four years have really uh, people have taken out their lawns and put in like desert scapes or fake yeah. grass. And a lot of people have said, most people say that they're going to keep them that way. And even if the drought ends, because, uh, which is good. So I think just being able, being more water wise will help us. Um, But I wonder how many of the penalties are they effective at all? Because last night the, uh, our neighbor sprinklers were going off as the rain was coming down. It's amazing. I was like, oh, you know. Yeah. I think, you know, there are places where water is very expensive. Um, not just uh, overseas, but here in this country. Uh, and it should be, I mean, I'm not saying it should be overpriced, but it should be priced what the market is. And in a place like Southern California, uh, where it's we're, we're in a drought, you know, they should make people like feel it when they're wasting it. You yeah, know? well, maybe if they privatize it. Yeah, yeah, know, I think we'll, that's the key. We'll, yeah. 
And, you know, with this new administration, I really feel that we're, we're on the road. You know, they've already, um, Congress has already made a move to uh, not privatize, but sell off a bunch of federal land. To Nestle, I, I think, right? Well, just to whoever, uh, you yeah. know, and so they're, they're actually devaluing it. So they're Ooh. selling it super cheap for nothing to huge uh, groups. This will break up national forests. National parks are protected, but national forests, federal lands, federal wow. wildlife will be just ravaged. Wow. Um, and, uh, ravaged yep. bigly. Bigly. He's already okayed uh, the Keystone Pipeline and the Dakota Access because, you know, he has financial interests in the, oh. the Dakota Pipeline. So um, it's... It's like two days in and or whatever, four days in. And this is all that's gone on so far. Um, he has also uh, put a clamp down on grants uh, in the EPA. So EPA can no longer fund research. Ooh. And uh, they put a freeze on uh, adding new information to the website. And uh, so basically shutting them down. I think he wants um, to shut down the NEA too. Uh, yeah, yeah, and the NEA, you know, the NEA has a budget of what a hundred million dollars. Yeah, like that's nothing. Like that's like a, a quarter of a wing of like a bomber, you know. <laughs> um, so it's uh, that that's happening, and um, and then he uh, put back in the Mexico City accord or agreement, which is a. Uh, bans federal funding of organizations, NGOs overseas that, that also pay, uh, fund abortions, you know, Ooh. because God forbid we should uh, promote women's health. Um, and so just everything, every fear so far has, uh, come true. Um, and then of course there was the, the inauguration, which Ugh. now, uh, did you watch it? Uh, parts of it. I, I mean, I kind of watched it through, uh, just, not direct online sources and mm -hmm. not uh, so you're one of the one of the the uh uh alternative facts watching it yeah you know <laughs> the the most watched uh, inauguration Third, in history yeah. um yeah and so beyond all that then you've got the the uh the white house lying about the how popular the inauguration was yes. and lying about and just today, um, there was a report that, that Donald Trump lied to members of Congress saying that um, he won the popular vote because Hillary had three to five million uh, illegal uh, illegal votes oh, I heard for that. her. Yeah, so Ugh. that just happened today. And that was behind closed doors, so it has not been recorded, but it was reported by people in the room that he said that. Whoa. Uh, so we're we're pretty much uh that that's our situation and well you said that uh that uh, robert smigel was at uh isn't that um who does uh triumph the insult yes Clown? yes oh i didn't know his name yeah he was all, he was at the uh, inauguration interviewing uh a, a bunch of trumpers for about six minutes or so and it's hilarious um does well, I can just imagine. Everybody turn off this for six minutes. Go to YouTube, uh, go to Hulu, their their thing, and, and you can watch it. I don't know if they were being good sports or they just didn't know what's going on. Uh, 
there's something about I think it's just a dog that people don't take it seriously. Yeah. Maybe it's a puppet. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, but it is one of the funniest things. By the way, good morning to everybody who's uh, on the Twitter listening live. Um, and we've got Tyson and David Castro, Peter Baca, Jane, and uh, Kevin Pratt said something very nice to us. Um, and uh, we really appreciate all the listenership. And if you want to fill the sack, there's still room in the sack. That's noonerpodcast at gmail.com. To uh, noonerpodcast at tumblr.com, dot tumblr.com. Um, and then same thing for Twitter. Maybe we should do Instagram. Not, but no, there's a reason why do we do podcasting. Um, you know, because we've got faces for radio. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, last week... Um, Oh, yeah. So anyhow, Cassandra is very sorry she couldn't make it today. She's sick, uh, but her play is opening up and everybody should see it. Um, I suppose I could find out what the name of it is, um, but no, yeah, well, that would be... Uh, it's actually a a drama about um, a dramatic retelling of the, uh, the Woolworths um, sit-ins uh, in 1960 you know, which is uh, one of these early civil rights protests in, th in the South. It's called Periphery, and it's at the Hudson Theater Saturday nights at 8 p.m. until September, February 25th, uh, five shows. And everybody should see it. It's Cassandra's first um, play, I think, in L.A. Oh, wow. So um, I've seen photos. I plan to see it. You should, too. Uh, it's also a very um, important part of our history and about the protests so this weekend which is a super smooth buttery smooth segue into the <laughs> the women's march on washington this weekend which i said last week uh would involve 700,000 people in 400 marches it was more like 600 marches just in the in this country yeah, yeah. uh and involved um, what over 2 million i I've, I've heard 4 million 4 million two people million, but it's, it's one of the largest, or probably the largest, uh, peaceful uh, protest in the U.S. They march in the Antarctic, also. Yes, yeah. and uh, um, it was pretty amazing. And then yeah. the la largest protest was here in Los Angeles. I couldn't seven hundred thousand, seven hundred fifty thousand. Yeah. Uh, were you there? Yeah, I was there for about what? four hours. But it's a women's march. Whoa, emasculation. Yeah. No, I yeah. loved it. Uh, you were there for how long? Four uh, hours? About four hours, yeah. Wow. Got there around 9.30. Uh-huh. Um, it was interesting. It was it was uh, peaceful. Yeah. It was uh, friendly. Mm -hmm. uh, it was uh, very spirited. And, and you know, originally, like they said in um, in the LA Times, well, yeah, I went as well. And um, so you're welcome, ladies. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, and uh, there were reports that there were like 50,000 people downtown. And I was looking around saying, I think this is more. Yeah. I, you know, I'm not counting. I'm no crowd expert, but it feels like more. And then it's just people kept pouring in and pouring in. Well, yeah, we had a lift in because we couldn't uh, get on the uh, yellow, the gold line. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. The, they have a, a light rail system and yeah. it was it was completely packed. And um, yeah, because you're later on in the in 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 the the line it was already full by the time you went and, yeah you know, and it's amazing how many people i actually ran into even though the massive crowd i still ran into people it, it was crazy yeah. like yeah like within like 20 minutes i i saw um sandra oh uh oh, okay you know and 
um, she's she's a friend, and and so it was just weird. Like you run into her, and like she was in sort of semi incognito, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, with the, her pussy hat and sunglasses. But uh, um, but yeah, ran into probably two dozen people that I ran into your predecessor in uh, in my house. You know, the the woman who ran lived there before. Oh, really, Kathy? She was there. Oh, cool. And uh, it was super great just seeing everybody, and and um amazing signs did you see any good signs that you liked i saw the funniest one was uh centipence so it was like the centipede movie uh the human, yeah, human centipence Cent- it was human centipence it was so i was like it was yeah so it was like three white dudes yeah all, like all trapped ass to mouth ass to mouth <laughs> yeah. ass to mouth uh very funny and um i saw let's see my sister had one that said um too many issues, not enough sign. Um, yeah, I saw that one. Yeah, that yeah, was, yeah. And uh, and my parents, they marched up north. Oh, they did in San Jose. Yeah, oh, cool. So that was cool. And then my nieces all marched too. So three generations of marchers. Very, very wow. cool. That's good. Um, my favorite sign was uh, well, let's see the girl, the woman who plays Supergirl. She um, she had one that said, uh, "Hands off my." Uh, Oh, don't touch my pussy, Donald, because it's made of steel. Um, and uh, but my favorite one was uh, this. Someone in D.C. had one that said, um, "It said, shut the fuck up, Donnie. You're out of your element." You oh know, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that's which is from, the uh, from Big Lebowski. And uh, Steve Buscemi was standing next to him. Yeah. yeah so yeah. like, how cool! First of all, it's great that like you know it's a funny sign, but you know Donald Trump and Donnie, and then to run into Steve Buscemi and then to have him like pose proudly next to that sign. You yeah. just look it up online. It's, it's a great, great yeah, uh, yeah. sign. It's funny. I saw that. Um, and uh, so of course, then the people were uh, complaining about it. Donald Trump said that like uh, celebrities uh, are uh, ruining the protest. And um, Piers Morgan said like he didn't understand like the, the shrillness of feminism and all this stuff. And, and, uh, Kellyanne Conway said she didn't get it. Yeah. So why did people march? Community. Community. Solidarity. Um, and Jane was at the march in Seattle. Um, and, uh, oh, hi, Jadelyn. Um, and Darren said they started to call him Baghdad Sean. Who's, which Sean? Who's Baghdad Sean? Oh, Sean Spicer? Oh. Um, um, so community and i think you really got a an incredible sense of community when you were there because everybody was super nice yeah. you're all jam packed crammed trying to get to places and and you don't quite know what to do and people are trying to find the bathroom people are sharing snacks yeah, people yeah. are like just kind and like having t- conversations sharing with stories strangers. yeah yeah this guy told me about his flag um he had a ufw flag united farm workers yeah and it was signed by cesar chavez's uh, uh wife wow. and and he was like i'm a gay farm worker okay and i was like damn like he's like this flag has gone uh to dc twice i've had it for 30 years and oh wow and That's so it was cool. really great to to hear those stories uh, well it's interesting to see republicans are questioning why would you protest it's like well that's how this country was founded right right hello so uh and i i mentioned this last week but um you know the the 
protests of the Vietnam War started when the war broke out in 65 and they continued constantly. And then in 1973, Nixon signed an order to stop fighting. Yeah. So that's eight years of fighting. And that's like this one day was fantastic. Yeah. And it has to be just a start. Well, they say uh, uh, tax day is going to be the next big one. Oh, good. April 15th. All right. And uh, Bearded Baca was at, at the March in Phoenix. Yeah, if you have uh, uh, stories or, or signs that you saw that were inspiring or funny, uh, just let uh, tweet in or email us if you want. Um, I did not carry a sign. Did you have a sign? I was carrying. We were sharing signs. Uh-huh. So we were just carrying with our group. I saw one of it was like a maybe a six-month-old baby who had scribbled a sign and they held that and was I holding that. that. It was just scribbles, right? Yeah, yeah. That was the best. I was like, that's it. That's great. That's um, <laughs> and then, then there was another kid who just had one that said, I heart trains. <laughs> <laughs> you know, fight for what's, what's, what you think is right. I think there was one of a baby that says, uh, I was taking a nap, but now I'm woke. <laughs> right. And yes. then on the back it says, woke AF. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Um so what did your sign say? Uh, impeach. Uh-huh. Yeah, not that exciting. Uh, I-T-M-F-A. I-T-M-F-A. What's that mean? <laughs> impeach the motherfucker oh, already. Okay. So that, Dan Savage has that, that D-T-M-F-A. That's a, a little uh, initialism that he created, a, a sort of meme of sorts, which stands for dump the motherfucker already. Oh, so, good. So... When somebody calls in with a sort of obvious question, uh, an obvious uh, solution to, to like a problem, like, oh, I love him, but he beats me. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, well, DTMFA. Oh, okay. And um, so he, for Bush, he had one that said um, he had a, a website, and it, I think you can just go to IM, itmfa.com. Oh, that's funny. And um, they sell buttons that, um, and bumper stickers, I think, that, say that and he raised like twenty thousand dollars in um during the bush administration that he gave to a bunch of organizations and he's doing the same thing now for it mm, and it's, i think cool. it's more applicable now um, oh yeah than and, ever. And, and you know i i one one reason i was so excited about it um because i was on facebook and it was really hard to get facebook while you were there but yeah. i was like oh look at all my friends are here at the march oh look at all my friends from high school are at marches wherever they are in the country yeah, yeah oh look at my friend is at one in las vegas and literally like everybody was at a march and it wasn't um it nobody was like you guys are idiots and and that but that says something about my bubble i guess but it's a you know 800 some people but even with like uh occupy wall street not even not a lot of people were on board with that even though it was a big movement right a lot of people even no this is or- this is much I think it's much more focused. Um, and even though everybody had their own agenda there, you know, I really thought I went without a sign because I was like, okay, it's the women's March and I'm yeah. there in solidarity and support. Yeah. And, but, and I have my own issues with the president, but I can air them on my podcast yeah. for the six people that I just want to explain listening. things to everyone. <laughs> You're welcome. Not. Ladies. <laughs> Not. Uh, and I was, it really made me feel like I wasn't an idiot for feeling as self-righteous as I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I do. I don't want to feel like stupidly self-righteous. I do want to have engage in conversation. So, um, uh, I you know, 
the uh, if people listening who I don't you know who disagree with me, I'd love to engage in that conversation yeah. because I, I these are important discussions to have, and and we don't want it just to be in our own echo chambers. And I think one of the things that's good is it amp- it amplifies the voice uh, to everybody out there. Like, oh, there are a bunch of angry people in every part of the country yeah you know maybe there's something to this or maybe we should listen maybe we should have a discussion um it was interesting that on fox news their website there was one mention like deep down of like protests in in washington dc wow Uh, you know uh, half a million people protest in dc no mention of the millions of other people around the world yeah, who protest. Yeah, yeah. No photos, no nothing. Oh, that's crazy. And like, you can accuse CNN of fake news, but like, that is, that is pretty heinous, I think, yeah, to, yeah. to, um, to restrict it that way. Jane saw a sign uh, that said, not usually a sign guy, but geez. Oh, yeah, I saw yeah, that one. Yeah. yeah. I saw one that said, uh, I can't believe we're still protesting this shit. Yeah, or uh, even introverts have come out, or even the librarians are out protesting. Um, Yeah, Bearded Baca just posted some ones that he liked. Uh, Where do I even start? Uh, I I still can't believe I have to protest this shit. A woman's place is in the resistance. Mujeres Mexicanas y Cabronas. I don't know what that means. (laughs) I don't either. Because I'm a dumb guy. Um, Yeah. so I was very much heartened, and I, I can't w- wait to see where this goes, and uh, especially when we see the um, the disturbing things, the d- disturbing start to the uh, administration. Well, apparently bookies in Las Vegas are um, making odds on when he'll be impeached, uh, and there's high odds within six months. Really? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. even at all would be great. Uh, I'm trying to conjure or I translate that, but I I don't know what that means. Um, oh what? Oh yeah, uh, That's the worst. Yeah, they're, they're, explain that. <laughs> There's a GIF out there that's that's on Reddit. If you go um, and it's Donald Trump saying something to his wife, and she's got this like her s- face just smile compresses to a frown. But as soon as soon as he turns around, yeah. Like when he's not looking, she can yeah. assume her natural state yeah. of just like Some I'm miserable. Going on. I saw a lot of save Melania's and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or a blink twice Melania if you need help. <laughs> <laughs> so anyhow, uh, I just wanted to um, just give a shout out to everybody who marched, and and it was really exciting and a very positive uh, uh, moment in a in a sort of frightening part of our history or uncertain part of our history. Um, this morning was the, uh, the nominations for the uh, Academy Awards. Uh, Dave made a maze was not nominated. It's a travesty, but I don't think it's, um, I don't think it qualifies for this year because it didn't screen until just this week. And, um, I think it will screen, um, it will be eligible for next year's, but it is at Slam Dance, and it did get some very positive reviews on uh, on the Hollywood Reporter and whatnot. So I hope it sells. I hope everybody gets a chance to see it. I know Bill's having the time of his life up in Park City, where they marched. Eight thousand people marched by 
uh, Ralph Garman's best friend, uh, Chelsea Handler, and um, she led the the charge there. So oh, good. Yeah. Do you know Chelsea Handler at all? No, I do not. No. I think Maria's been on that show. Uh huh. Um, did, what does she have in a? Does she? Well, I don't recall. How can you? Uh, it's like, always positive. It, yeah, you're, you're, Maria is one of the most positive persons yes. I've met. But also, it's just like you might not think she's funny, but she's she done, is funny. She is she funny? I, I've never seen oh, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think you know she helps people. She has you know she's outspoken and good for her. Yeah, like, I have no problems with her. Um, so Chelsea, if you want to come to the show, <laughs> oh, <Jesus laughs> uh, but, um, the, uh, the La La Land got, uh, the most nominations of any movie tying the record with, uh, all about Eve and, uh, Titanic, 14 nominations. Wow. I never saw, I didn't see La La Land. Oh, you can, you must have it at home. No, we don't get those. I really, I can give you mine. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's out, it's in outside the front door. Don't forget Okay. It literally is, but um, uh, it was uh, it was good. Okay. I saw it in the theaters, and it was really fun to see. And uh, I'm not surprised at all by its success. It's it's kind of you know family friendly thing. Um, if everybody's seen it, or I'm assuming everybody's seen it, but if you haven't, you should. It's not the you know it's billed as a sort of romantic comedy musical. It's not the most romantic movie. Okay. Like the themes behind it are are kind of um uh sort of grim um jane said that she saw a sign of uh, bobby hill from king of the hill with uh, that boy ain't right um trump <laughs> trump is bobby hill and then uh bearded baca said that mujeres mexicanas y cabronas means women mexicans and badass um that's awesome uh so anyhow, uh, the the nominations were um, exciting because there were actually people of color nominated this year. Uh, there was a complaint last year that nobody, uh, no people of color were nominated. Here, you've got uh, three African Americans were nominated for the documentaries. Uh, no, for for best actors. Oh, okay, because I think uh, the documentaries were all black directors. Oh, really? I That's think. fantastic. I don't know. Um, well, you've got Denzel Washington um, for Fences and Viola Davis for Fences and um, the, uh, what's her name, for um, Octavia Spencer for uh, Hidden um, hidden Figures. And then you've got Dev Patel for Lion. Huh. Uh, have you heard of Lion? No. It's based I, on a I true... I really see a lot of movies this year. Uh, me neither. But Lion is a it's about a, a true story about this five year old boy who was adopted into a, a white family. Uh, basically, he when he was a kid, he took a wrong train and just got stranded somewhere when he was five and then got taken to an orphanage and then um, and then uh, adopted by an English family. And then he or I think it was an English family, but um, and then as a. 20 something year old he became like obsessed with google maps trying to piece together where he was from okay and then he eventually goes back to india i mean it's a great great wow. story yeah okay. uh, to find his birth family um i don't know the 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 result of it no spoilers please yeah yeah but so he uh, he stars as that that guy but uh, and it was also nominated for best picture but um he was nominated as best supporting actor 
and he's the lead in this movie. It's like huh. so weird. Wow. Uh, but I think it's the distributor's call um, because then I think that if he win, he has a better chance of winning Best Supporting Actor. Yeah, that's strange. Yeah. Yeah. But it was exciting to see a South Asian person nominated. Also first South Asian uh, person to host Saturday Night Live this, oh, yeah. you know, this weekend. He did a thing about uh, La La Land. Oh. He was being questioned by these two detectives who love La La Land. <laughs> and he was you know, fair to Midland about it. And uh, I was somewhere in between there. Yeah, yeah. I had a friend that walked out on it. And said it's the worst movie I ever saw. Yeah, I have a friend who who wanted to but did not. Yeah, and said it was the worst movie he ever saw. <laughs> uh, it, why did your friend say it was the worst movie? Uh, he they literally left after fifteen minutes. He just said that he couldn't could could care less about the the songs, but he said uh, there was about fifteen minutes worth of uh, previews that he said each preview just looked horrible, you know, rom com type things. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those golden chair theaters. Right. And he said it was just he was just miserable. Him and his wife walked out. Uh for people listening live, we um uh, the sound levels are going up and down because of this setup, I can't get the old machine that was used to stream uh, working, and um, because I made the mistake of upgrading it, and uh, I will try to get this fixed. I thought it was fixed today, but um, it it works for like ten seconds and then cuts out. Uh, so my apologies if the levels are going up and down. It's not just it's not just me sort of trailing off in a sort of druggy haze. Um, Giselle might join us later. And uh, I think uh, Jason Kasafrakis, he was hopefully going to be here, but I think he's too entrenched in his new uh, his new career trajectory. Um, so, was last last week on Tuesday after shooting, I went to join to watch Scott perform at uh, at his open mic at his open mic Mia's hot dogs at Mia's hot dogs and. I remembered it sort of as an afterthought, like, as, um, well, I remember rushing off to, to the set because I'd had to shoot that TV show. And um, and then I went immediately to the store and then then over to, to the show. And I didn't bring a jacket with me. <laughs> and it was like one of the coldest nights. Yeah. Um, they didn't have any heaters. It was outdoors. And so I'm there in a T-shirt just freezing my balls off. And you weren't there. Not and yet. so I was like going back to my car and then I was like, oh, if only I had less 10 seconds earlier, I would be warm now. But you, <laughs> you pulled up and you're like, hey, and was that the first time you'd performed in a while there? Uh, yeah, for about a month. Yeah. Because I had, uh, I was back east. Right, right. Um, but you, uh, uh, they greeted you like, like a hero there. Yeah, that was interesting. That was fun. That was like the first time that really happened. Really? Because <laughs> they were just like, like, "Hey, Scott, you, you want to go? Up. You yeah. want to go to the top of the list?" Yeah. And exactly. I was like, "Wow, that's never happened." I swear. Really? To God. Yeah. I, mean, I know everyone there, but I've never been greeted that well. Uh, they were excited to see fun. you. Yeah. Then, but then the guy after me, like, "Well, there's white privilege for you." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Ouch!" <laughs> the sting. Yeah. The sting uh, of white privilege. Yeah, it, because it's run by two Latino kids yeah. and. Uh, <laughs> That's really funny. You know, they've they've just been indoctrinated into that that style of thinking. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> um and you uh you killed. You were hilarious. Oh, thanks. Yeah. You killed also. Oh, for no, the first time. I, I 
Scott that was, was like, awesome. Scott was like, why don't you go up? Uh, they were all very encouraging. Yeah, they were. Yeah. yeah. I, so it's a good place. The, it was a very positive place. I had nothing prepared at all. So I was but just making it up like you did, as, you know. as I was going along. And, and, um, and I, here's the thing. If you just say, oh, it's my first time, then you'll get a huge applause line. <laughs> you <laughs> you applause. can do that it's every like, time. Yeah, no, that's, I'm, that, I plan to do that every <laughs> yeah, time. I would. And then I plan to say, oh, and I just got married. And then my, my third one will, will be like, oh, and I just beat cancer. And I will get, the audience will be on your side. Yeah. And, uh, uh, but I, you know, I had uh, a couple premises, but I realized like, okay, like, so much of good stand-up is is how you uh, how you design the the joke around the premise. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so yeah. it's like, and I thinking, you know, how to frame it so that these premises are are easily digestible and identifiable. You know. Yes. Yeah. And, yeah. And funny. You um, got to make them assess- accessible. Yeah. It can't just be about you and your friends' jokes. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, but. You were doing you were doing some interesting performance things, uh, mixed with with just you know straight on jokes. What well, I've learned that I, I tend to run through my jokes, so I have to slow it down by uh, being whistling or doing something to slow it down. Oh, that's so funny! Yeah, because I'll run right through it. It'll be seven minute bit. I'll run through in three minutes. So now I realize I have to slow it down. Uh huh. Yeah. And be- like, and what does that do for you? Like, uh, well, it makes me reach the seven minute bracket, you know, for one. And then also I get to, I, I get to also sort of at least acknowledge the crowd before I would just, oh my God, I could get through this. Now it's like, oh no, it's okay. Even if someone says you suck, it's like, yeah, sure. Why not? I do. Yeah. 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 Um, but a lot of people did leave as, uh, because it was fucking yeah cool. yeah that usually what ha- is what happens at open mics that people are there to do their bits, their bits and, and then they leave yeah so i find i feel it's okay when people leave even if you're, if you're doing the stand-up and they're leaving it's like oh that's okay before that used to be horrifying that people are walking out it's like no yeah i was the last one of the night so it was, yeah, was, <laughs> so there was what six people left yeah i was, was ha- good. happy to do that yeah uh darren just uh posted a, a little triptych of um the three movies that Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone have done together, Crazy Stupid Love Gangster Squad and La La Land. They are the Hepburn and Tracy of the new millennium. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I think they have good chemistry. I think that um, I like both of them. And and Emma Stone is great in the movie. Uh, it's just hard to get... Th- I think there's the idea of like, okay, I... I need to get through this idea that people just sing, burst into song. Yeah. Um, And, but I loved musicals growing up, so I have no problem with that. And it was great to see that. I wish the music was a little catchier, better. Um, And then I wish uh, the dancing were a little better. Um, But, you know, it's not the same era of people being groomed to sing and dance you know, at an at the MGM studios, you know. Like, well, I think also back in the day, uh, Broadway musicals were a bigger part of the culture. Right, right. Yeah. And, and, and movie musicals, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. But it was great, and it was so well-directed, um, but just thematically, I had some issues. Uh, so are you going to go up tonight? 
I don't know. I don't know yet because I'm supposed to go help uh, write something with somebody. You're uh, writing uh, something? Uh, like sort of a graphic novel. Oh, is this the one that you've been working on for a while? No, it's another one. But I think I'm going to, I got to, I got to work on my time management. Uh-huh. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah. How many different graphic novels are you working on? I have two, but then this third one might actually have money involved. So. Hmm. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, and are any of your books on available on Amazon? No. Oh, excellent. <laughs> excellent. Because I really uh, have a good business mind. No, me neither. Uh <laughs> And we need to figure this out yeah. as we do, as we spend like the. I look forward to the podcast, which is such a huge money maker, you know. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll figure it out. Um, well, that's good that this one might have money. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, you know, I can't. Is that what they told you? Like, oh, you're gonna I have make, no idea. You're going to be I rolling mean, in it. Even the book I'm doing with Maria, you know, there's nothing up front. Right. Right. And how far along are you in that? I tend to work real hard on each page, so I'm about maybe a third of the way through. Yeah. Um, awesome. If I, I should just dumb down the drawings and just, I mean, who cares what it looks like? Oh, that's interesting. Uh, but people love comic book art. Um, um, hold on. But do you want to remind people what it's about? Uh, my relationship with my wife, who is a comedian. And it's really hilarious. <laughs> you can only imagine the drawings and the the one-liners and the description, the dramatic arc. I can't imagine why you're not uh, you're not making money from off this <laughs> with your amazing salesmanship. Exactly. Uh, there's a a book uh, called Tanaharu. Uh, it's a graphic novel by Lars Martinson, and um, in it, like, are these beautiful drawings that are super exact and meticulous of, of how he remembered, like a train station, so he okay. draw every single person and every and you know do it very iteratively and just you know draw over and oh. over again until he got it right. And he actually uh, has a YouTube channel, and people should check it out. And he talks about how, like, if he because that first book took him like two years to do, oh. and he said like if that scene that took place in this train station didn't need to take place in the train station, even though that's what it, where it took place in real life. Yeah. He could have had it take place in, on a country road where the drawing would be so much easier yeah. and it would have saved so much time yeah. and it would not have affected anything dramatically. Oh, I want to see this. And, uh, and so he talks about just like how his perfectionism was getting in the way of his productivity Yeah, and how like by changing uh how like simplifying things you're not compromising your um oh, your um your uh, your perfectionism but you're actually uh making your story more easily told and i just thought that like it was really inspiring um to to see so maybe you maybe you should see that and it will it will do something for you i want to check it out yeah, so that's uh, Lars Martinson, and it's 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 interesting because it is a very comic-y type of of uh, graphic novel, and you're like, it doesn't seem that it, like 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 fine, like you know, not like Chris Ware or something where you're yeah, like, yeah. that must have taken him forever. But then you look at like, oh, there are a bunch of details in here. Okay. That, yeah. So maybe that Lars would help Martins. you. Yes. Um, I'll send it to you. Um, 
Tyson said the, he loves musicals, but he hasn't seen La La Land yet. What um, musicals do do you like? Like, I was a huge fan of the Fred Astaire musicals, and I would watch those pretty regularly. Like the first laser discs I had were like Fred Astaire. Really? So, it's a little. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I didn't talk about it in the locker room. No, no. I'd be like, hey, no. how about that Chuck Norris movie? Yeah, yeah. Um, I bet he could beat up Fred Astaire. Who? <laughs> don't know who that <laughs> I is. I don't know. Uh, um, but I was a big fan of the the Fred Astaire Rita Hayworth movies. He did like two or three with oh. her. You, uh, you were never lovelier and you'll never... Be, they both had you in the f- first thing, but huh. anyhow, and uh, and Ginger Rogers had that famous line that you know Fred Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers they were famous dancing partners and yeah she had that famous thing of like I had to do like everybody celebrated yeah. him as a dancer and she's like I had to do everything he had to do and back backwards in high heels yeah yeah and yeah. which is true but still I think it was a better dancer yeah my dad had uh, guys and dolls. On a record and uh, West Side Story, so that's my uh, uh, <laughs> my uh, musical information that I listened to when I was a young I man. I just walked away from the mic uh, for a second, and uh, I froze. Can... <laughs> <laughs> you froze. I, you had one thing to do. Yeah, I know, and I blew it. You just had to, blew it. You had to tap dance for yeah, five seconds. Yeah. And uh, I'm talking as fast m- as I can. Movies and movies and people, people, <laughs> stuff, songies, song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, did you? You haven't seen any of the the Oscar nominated movies? Uh, is Rogue One up for one? Nope. That's the one I saw. I saw that and watch. Well, I saw that last week, but I think last year the only movie I went to the theater to see was uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Was that even last year? That was a couple of years ago. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> do you do you read comic books though? Graphic novels? Sometimes. Uh I just I got Patience, the one with Dan Klaus recently. And I just got my friend Jeffrey Dahmer's, which apparently is I haven't read it yet. Wait, your like, friend There's a uh graphic novel called my friend jeffrey dahmer oh. and it's about this oh, i thought you were like my friend jeffrey dahmer has a oh, yeah, has no. this great graphic novel. And apparently that's i that's on my nightstand so i'm getting ready to read that one uh, how was patience it was good it was depressing so dan klaus he he wrote um ghost world uh the comic book that was turned into a movie with ScarJo and, and uh um and steve buscemi yeah um which was i really loved uh, the comic book yeah. Um, the movie was okay. It was okay. And then yeah. he did one in Art World or? Uh, Art School Confidential, Arts, yes, right. which is one of two movies I walked out of. Yeah. Okay. The book is actually really, or the, the comic strip or whatever is pretty hilarious. It's pretty hilarious. And it was so sad because like I was so excited to see it. Yeah. And it, it was unwatchable. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Um, and so he did this uh, this comic book called like a Velvet Glove and I. Like a, like, like a. Velvet Glove Cast in Iron. Yeah, yeah, which is one of my favorite comic books yeah, that's of all time. They didn't make a movie out of that, did they? No, no, but Art School like, Confidential was in that. Wasn't yes, it? You're, uh, it was part of that magazine. Yeah, it right. Wasn't. Um, and, and I just, like, th- that sort of changed my mind about comic books. It yeah. sort of shifted, like, twisted my world yeah, around. Yeah. Um, 
And so what was what was patience about? Um, uh, about a, a woman. I don't want to give too much away, oh, but okay. Um, is her name Patience? Yes, her name is Patience. I'm out. Uh, I don't. I'm not into that. I'm not into like poetic justice, where justice is a poet. You know. Yeah. Well, we got two copies of that, and then two copies of the Chris Ware uh, buildings story. Story built. I have two copies of that. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's um, interesting. Um, which and, I haven't read yet. So. Yeah, I haven't read it either. Yeah. It's like I don't know where to start. So, I think that's the thing you can start anywhere. So this is a it's a boxed set of many different sized comic books. Yeah, yeah. And all like all overwhelming. The, yeah. Like yeah. done by somebody with O C D, you know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if is that okay to say that? Oh, I don't know if he has it. Yeah, I don't either. Um, but it feels like it. Yeah, you know. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's hard it's hard to I got I think I need a magnifying glass. That's what I'm waiting for. Yeah. Um Oh, look at some uh, Tyson posted your homepage um, so people can check out your comedy and art and sculpture. Oh, wow. And uh, Tyson is also is a fan of the music man. That was the only musical I ever did. I was townsperson number three. <laughs> um, money back. I want his hide. No, that was not my line. Um, uh, singing in the rain. Easter parade. Top hat. Avenue Q. JC superstar. Fiddler. Just when you you're just like, I'm a big fan of Fiddler. Like that means you're a big fan of musicals. <laughs> fid, fid, the fid. Yeah, the uh, Jesus Christ uh, superstar was banned from my elementary school. Because or you had to sign. It wasn't banned. I'm sorry. You had to sign for it. If you had to get a note from your parents to bring it home. Bring it home to listen to. It was a record. Oh, oh, yeah. oh! Wow. Yeah, from the library. Why? What was so sacrilegious about it? I, I think maybe if you weren't a Christian, you'd be upset by it, I, I think. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Um, and so what was the the movie that your wife was working on? Was it anything good? Uh, I, I have no idea what it was called. It was with some comedians whose names escape me. And uh, I, I stay in the dark about these things sometimes. Like you are like... I'm useless. You you are... Yes. You are completely useless. <laughs> I am not the best useless. blogger or podcaster. What are we doing? Yeah. I so, okay, but... I don't you, know. You were doing some mic work in your comedy that... Was I? Well, mic cord work. <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted to evoke uh, the Johnny Carson uh, plate spinning acts. Oh, yeah, yeah, of yeah. The days of yore. So. Yeah. I don't know if anyone got that. Um, you were doing something that was uh, like, I thought it was like a leash thing that you were doing. Oh, no, no. It was, the song I was whistling was the saber dance. Yeah. And usually they would do that plate um, spinning act. Yeah, I yeah. That was funny to bring that back. It but, was very, uh, it was funny. But I, since I can't uh, spin plates, I thought spinning a whole wire is ridiculous. So I thought that would be funny. It was pretty ridiculous. Yeah. Is this what you uh, did my stand do up. at the at the hot dog? Uh, yes, at the hot dog. Uh, place. I'm yeah. so sorry. Yeah, what happened? Not... Do you know what happened? I don't. That's I, why I asked. What happened? I just screw screw it, screwing up my day. Uh, I did not eat in time, and then it was time to go, and I had forgotten the uh, yeah. time, and the, but I was hungry. Uh, the whole it's thing. A, there's hot dogs there. I know. I, I had, got late. I came late, so yeah. it was okay. I I felt they're gonna do it. Oh, every Tuesday night. Yeah. Oh, every Tuesday yeah. night. I felt bad. So uh, tonight. Yeah. I, I got tater tots. I'm not sure yet. I I did it. You did it. Yeah. What did you say? Uh, you'd have to be there. 
That's so disheartening that you won't share with me what you said. I'm excited to hear it. Well, ask Scott what he did. What he said. Well, um, when I'm done asking you, one, one thing that you did, or just overview, can you describe a little bit of what you did? Um, I did earlier t t today. Um, oh, oh I yeah. did. Okay. But, um, but no, it was, it was, you know, it was just pretty generic comedy. It was his first time, so it was pretty oh, awesome. Oh, Marty, yeah. I'm so sorry. People that were very supportive it. of him. Yeah. You're going to go again tonight? No. I got, I got <laughs> shit to do. Oh, what do you have to do? Um, <laughs> interesting thing. So interesting. Better than a comedy career. Yeah. Uh, so did you march on? On we were talking about the march on yeah, Saturday. Yeah, yeah, uh, I did. I, I did too. I loved it. You, I did not see you there. I was there. I think I saw you. Were you the one in the? Yeah, the shirt? guy with the holding up the sign. Y yeah, was you yeah, the guy holding the up guy. the sign? Yeah. <laughs> I was a guy walking towards uh, <laughs> the uh, city hall. Oh, that was you. Yep. Yep. Did you make it to city hall? No. No. No, it's too I think, crowded. Uh, Loudon Wainwright sang Hallelujah, and uh, we were in earshot of it, but that's oh, about it. yeah. I was with Loudon or Rufus. Oh, Loudon. I'm sorry, Rufus. Oh, Loudon is his dad. Yeah. Um, I was with kids, and so we oh. left early with child. I was with child. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, it's so funny. Like these kids, and I'm sure I was the same way when my mom took me on protest. Was really empathizing with the women. I was, yeah, totally. <laughs> I mean, child, like. I was like, uh, you know, I was three years old and I'm sure I had no idea what I was doing there. I was just like, you know, hated being dragged around and hating having to walk so much. And then I'm sure these kids were the same way. But when they're adults, they'll be like, yeah, I was at the first march, you know, yeah, the, yeah. the one that started off the revolution. Yeah, yeah. I was there. My dad the took me the there. Powder keg. Yeah. Uh, Did you see that picture on the Internet of a kid was a little toddler sitting on his father's shoulders holding up a sign a scribbles a scribbles yeah so we were just talking about that, that oh, you, oh yeah, I'm yeah. so sorry I love that one yeah it was really cute yeah, um, yeah. I loved it. it it was such a great vibe and everyone was really friendly and happy the, uh, you know sometimes I was have to squeeze through the crowd to get to my friend or say I'm in front of the right aid you know and yeah. I could not get there so I was have to squeeze through and everybody was just so nice. Yeah, everyone was very pleasant. Even pressed right up against each other. Nobody bit anybody's fingers or face or anything. Did oh. you have a sign? I did. What did it say? My sign had a profanity on it. <laughs> so prepare your ears, listeners. You might want to... Well, uh, but no, it, it was an initialism. It, oh no, it was a, an acronym. Yeah, this sort of... So you saw my sign? Of course I saw your sign. When did you see my sign? I was there. Oh, at the march. It's so funny. I'm so confused. Did you guys go together? No, we didn't My go sign together. said, it said, what does that say? Uh, women's rights are human rights. Oh, and that's your lady friend. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Yeah. Somebody, totally unrelated to us. That's oh, that's really funny. I was just marching by. Wow. That's funny. Yeah, that's really cute. <laughs> You put that on your Twitter. Okay. Um, he has pictures of so someone was carrying a sign with pictures of his wife. Oh. I was pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Shit went down. Um, That's my wife. <laughs> my wife. <laughs> uh, my sign said, let's fuck things up. And then it's hey, that's that's profane. Exactly, you don't miss a beat. And then it uh, explained what the letters are. F was for friendliness. U was for understanding. 
C. Caring. Compassion. Compassion. But caring would have been yeah. good too. And K. Kindness. Oh, very good. And so that's what it say. Huh. And you know, uh, I got good reactions from it. Uh, some people gave me very meaningful looks oh. in support, like like deep into my like eyes, like thank you for saying that. <laughs> <laughs> it need to be said. Yeah, yeah. You say Sideways. Mm. Mm. I love you. Yeah, um, I love you. I like the one that said super callous, fragile, uh, fascist, racist, extra braggadocious. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a that good one, one too. Um, oh, and what was so your issue was uh, compassion. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. Uh, as much as I disagree with the the guy who's our president now, everything that pretty much everything that he do. Uh, stand for, uh, believe in his values. I disagree, his policies. Uh, but I, I still think we have to calm everything down and uh, try to bring the two sides together. It's really important to dialogue and understand and have uh, love for each other in our hearts, even as we disagree. Then maybe we can solve some things, figure things out without half of us being angry and the other half being uh, angry no, also. Angry also. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody's angry. Yeah, so that was my issue of the day. Yeah. That's okay, cool. that's good. Yeah. Um, well, we uh, talked about on Reddit life pro tips last week. Yeah, did you uh, come up with some new ones? Did Well, did you? Yeah. All right. Uh, save your clean... Okay, well, wait, wait. Let's explain oh. what life pro tips are. Okay, you, yeah. Um, oh, me? Yeah. Uh, a little helpful tip that help you get through your life a little better. Oh, and as <laughs> if uh, a professional was giving you advice. Yeah. So, like a life pro tip. Yeah, pro tip. Uh-huh. And so, <laughs> so if you go to reddit.com, uh, or whatever life pro tips um, reddit.com backslash r backslash life pro tips and uh, let's see what's uh, at the top of the list right now the top life pro tip is um uh, let's see if someone shares something personally embarrassing or sad with you don't one-up them by sharing a heavier story from your own personal experience that's a really but then good how one. are you gonna know that you're better than them <laughs> uh, you just know in your heart and you stay quiet. Well, how are they going to know? You, you Because you already know, it's not important for you to know that they know. Um, oh, how am I going to have self-worth, though, if it's not by the judgment of other people? Uh, you just have it from yourself. That's, yeah, they that's gross. No, no. They don't they, call no, it it's other people's worth. Yeah. They call uh, it self-worth. That's... That's you can do it, Marty. I don't I like this stupid life pro tip. I believe in you. <laughs> no, I don't. Oh, uh, you know, I often have to remind myself of this one, not to one ups, uh, because uh, somebody share, and then in my mind I think, oh, that happened to me too. I should say what happened to me, 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 me. But then I think, no, they don't want to hear it. If they do, they will ask. But I should just support <laughs> what they said and say, oh, that's really interesting. What was it like, or something like this. I'm going through that right now. Uh, recently, my mother died, and I oh, told you this won well, up. <laughs> well, no, listen, no, listen, listen, listen. you win. No, you listen, win, Scott. Okay. The lady, uh, lady goes, oh, so how was your uh, Christmas holiday? I said, oh, well, it was inter it was fun, but uh, my mother died, and she goes, and without missing a beat, she turns to me, she goes, my grandparents died in Burger Belson. I was like, what? Wow, dang! I was like, well, okay, 
Wow. And this is relevant. Yeah, 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 yeah. You win. You right. win. Here, here's my sad Oscar. It goes to you now. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, oh. And what do you say? What? what do you, how do you even challenge that? You're yeah. like, okay. Okay. Yeah. You say, sucks. I'm sorry to hear it. And you just uh, feel compassion for her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that happened yeah, seven pain. years ago. Like, like okay. get over it. Right? Yeah. I know what I was like. Oh, saying. you never oh, do. Okay. You no. never do. No. Okay. You never do. Uh, but that's, that is, uh, it's a good, that's a good life pro tip. I like that one. I like that one too. Do you have one for uh, our listeners? I save cling wrap. That's a little less uh, universal. Okay. Can you explain for what reason? To use it again because it's still clingy. Uh, do you, what, what if it has food stuff on it? Yeah. Uh, okay, so lo- then I don't. But uh, sometimes, like I just use it to uh, cover up the cat bowl when the kid is outside at feeding time and he not come in. Oh, that's food. very nice of you. So I, I wrap it up. Then when he come in, I just pull it off. But the food wasn't touching it at uh, all. It was just touching on the bowl. Do you use it for something else, like yeah, human so food? Yeah, I do. Oh was just touching on the bowl or sometimes if i cover like my bowl of breakfast I'd, i eat part of it i'm not hungry then i finish it then i save the cling wrap uh on the i put it on we have a jar a uh, mason jar that's sit on the counter huh. i just sort of stick the wrap on the side of that and use it again so mm. your life pro tip would go as follows um you, you post it and we go lpt colon space reuse plastic wrap <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it would get very many upvotes. <laughs> Let's give it a try. No. <laughs> Nobody would like it. Um, but it, but served, like it, it served you well. Yeah, I like you know, it a lot. Yeah, I'll just stick a plate on top of a little a little saucer on top of a can of, of something or other. Yeah. Oh, that's or, smart. Or, or a bowl, saucer, you know, huh? You, know. you have a, a sp- you have a saucer? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Um, so if you do that, then you don't have you need to take out the cling wrap. Yeah, no, that's see? even better. And then I would not have to use cling wrap. Uh, this cling wrap, uh, to be honest, was given to me <laughs> by my friend who have a member uh, to Costco. Okay, LPT, and get your cling wrap from your friend with a membership at Costco. Well, it has lasted for me for years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Also, the Costco cling wrap. Kirkland brand. It's fantastic. Yeah, and it have <laughs> it the is. little uh, slidey cutter, mm-hmm. so you can pull the cling wrap, and you don't have to cut it Rip manually it. Yeah. on that uh, perforated or whatever that edge saw edge. Always cutting you. You have the option though, you know, because oh, you, you can do? take off the little blue thing, oh, and that's there's right. a saw thing underneath it. But so look at the Costco. The cling wrap and Mr. Kirkland thinks of everything. Where's Costco around here. Um, well, I'm not gonna. We buzz marketed them enough. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's uh know. yeah that their cling wrap is uh is of of quality, unparalleled. Um, yeah. Okay. So that that was your life pro tip. Yeah, cling wrap. All right. I have another. Oh oh oh, go on. This one I have shared before. But you know how you uh, go to take your shower and you turn on the water and there's the lag time before it heat up. Yeah. And you just let that water run down the drain. Bucket. Well, you could, yeah, grab it in a bucket and use it to water the plants or put outside or do something. A refreshing with, drink. A refreshing drink, m- mop the floor. Oh, I have to mop the floor. And now I have a bucket of water. 
and and you use it you, you have that yeah your, yeah bucket challenge that. uh-huh uh, use it to water uh was using it to water outside p- pour it outside because we're so dry here in los angeles but now at the moment we're saturated so i use it to water the indoor plants mm. yeah um okay that's good um anything else um uh, I, I think of some more. Okay. All okay. Right. Yeah. That. Do you How have any? Do you have you any have life pro Marty? tips? No, I don't. Oh. Did okay. you have one, Marty? Uh, here's one. Um, uh, take the time. You know when they they have those like like surveys of, you know how was, how was your service and all that stuff. Uh, I think a lot of people will fill out those surveys when they have bad service. You know mm-hmm. they'll take the time to do that. But if people take the time to do it when they have good service, mm. that um, I, I think this might have actually been one. But it's uh, not only does it help that server or whatever or whatever service, um, but like when I did this, I did this in in uh, when I was on my honeymoon, and I did it at this hotel that we were at, and afterwards I was just a little jet lagged and I filled out the form, and then we were going back there again. And so I, you know, I said it was a really great hotel. And then when I went back there again, they said the guy, the customer relations guy greeted us when we got there and said, oh, we've upgraded you to a suite Whoa. because of what you said. So you might get free shit. Wow. Yeah. Free shit. Oh, that's really nice yeah. that they do it. Yeah. And I didn't, you know, I had no expectation of that. So. Oh, boy. Yeah. It's like, did you ever see summer school? <laughs> no. <laughs> With Mark Harmon and Kirstie Alley. Oh. And uh, yeah. Uh, but in it, he's like tried to teach the kids how to write, you know. And so then he has them write a complaint letter to a, a sunglasses company, and then they all get free sunglasses. So that's that's what I did, I guess. <gasps> but reverse, because well, you said I was nine. positive. Yeah. How was the suite? Suite. Uh, it was slightly larger than the other one. <laughs> oh. What did you do with the extra space? Did you I, dance? I danced. Oh my! Yeah, it was magnificent. I, I danced naked. You, know. you did. Oh yeah, yeah. Can you do that thing uh, that I've heard some men can do, where you move your hips? Autofillate. No, oh. you move your hips in such a way that your dingle dangle spin like a spin, uh, like a like a propeller. Like a propeller. Yes. Can you do it? You can levitate. Can you do that. it, Marty? Can you propel your I, no. dingle dangle? Yes, but it? knocks down furniture and uh, <laughs> in the yeah. next room over <laughs> walls. Uh, that's what we hear when we hear. Vroom, yeah, vroom, yeah. He uh, <laughs> would do like it like a wind turbine. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, you would do it to, for paintings, but you, there's not a canvas large enough to accommodate. There you yeah, go. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So auto flating is not a problem for you. Blow it, blow out the windows in your house. Exactly. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what made you think of that? Um, you dancing naked. Oh. The, I, I, I thought that's a good move if you can learn it. It's a good naked dance move. Yeah. Can you do that with tassels on your what's-its? When yeah. I used to have breasts before they got cut off, you know I had a double mastectomy. Oh, I didn't know that. I lost my breasts in Bergen-Belsen. Oh, no. <laughs> Both of them? Both of them. Oh, I'm still thing. not over oh, it. I'm glad we're laughing about Burger-Belsen. <laughs> oh, burgers. That would be good right now. Asperger's. Anyway, when I used to have them, 
no, I could not tassel spin. I tried. Yeah. They oh, you just, did? Yeah, I tried it one time. They just crashed into each other and wasn't, don't feel good. <laughs> crash. I just, do you remember The Graduate? Like, yeah. He takes Catherine Ross to... Uh, to oh, yes. To, and she starts crying. Yeah, to the a go-go dance bar. And then yeah. you see the tassels going. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, poor Catherine Ross, but check out those tassels. Yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's a skill. <laughs> that's a thing. But oh, poor Catherine Ross. Yeah, um, but then they got, yeah. Then they got what? Married. No. Or they ran away. Well, yeah. 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 Uh, didn't they make a sequel to The Graduate? Um, yeah, I think it's post-graduation. <laughs> <laughs> Post-grad. Careerist. Doctoral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, no, I guess they didn't, did they? I don't know. Somebody will find they should, me. right? Why? <laughs> they should, I want. I'm I want to know what happened. But they would have to CGI all the characters, wouldn't they? Dustin Hoffman's still alive. I know, but they could just have like... Carrie Fisher play them all since they already have her on CGI. Oh, uh, uh, we don't know about that. We don't want to kill that ending. We the... just everybody's seen it. Okay. If you've seen it, then everybody's oh, yeah, seen that's it. That's true. That's true. Did you enjoy Rogue One? Yeah, I did very much. So did you surprised. see Rogue One? I did not. Oh, did it have bum 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 ba dum bum ba dum bum? No, it, it had like bum 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 ba dum bum ba dum. Oh, yeah. it's really different. Uh, totally different. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Wow. John okay. Williams. No, Michael Giacchino. Oh. Yeah. He... I heard him on the radio. He seemed like a funny, nice guy. Yeah. He, Is John yeah. Williams still around? Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, he I... he did, he's doing the Star Wars, the main ones. He and... was at the Lady oh. March. Oh, he was? Didn't you see that sign he was wearing? It was just a treble clef. <laughs> I don't get it. Fuck you. Um. <laughs> Actually, don't get it. <laughs> Can I say good morning? Because uh, my fingers is too tired to tweet. But good morning to Jane and Jadlin and Tyson and we, David we... Castro. Mm -hmm. Only because they have said hey, good morning to me. So Oh, that's nice. And uh, Jane, really funny. She said, for a split second, I thought you meant your friend gave you a 4 by 4 piece of cling wrap Kirkland brand that you've been <laughs> reusing. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you know That's what? That's funny, Jake. If they're going to do this right, they sh everyone should get one piece, one piece of cling wrap. And 10 what? years, you can come back for another one. Yeah, but you have to show the old one. You, you can't just ask for a new one. You have to swap it out. Yeah, you have yeah. to bring it in for and, a trade-in. Yeah, and make your case. <laughs> I like that. Um, yeah, I think that would be... That would be if you were king. Oh, can you imagine? No, I can't. I get misty eye thinking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and somebody else actually said that. Oh, Kevin Pratt, K. Pratt, nineteen seventy three. Oh, hi, Kevin. He said, "Please tell Giselle I said hello. She hasn't been on Twitter in a while." I know, Kevin. You are so nice. He's really a great, great man. Uh, we chat on the Twitter, but I have just been so. Uh, what do you call lack? Lex? Lex. Lex. I lack the time to. <laughs> I lacked the time to uh, chat on the Twitter, so I have not been on there. How are you, Kevin? Um, yeah? Mm -hmm. What is new? Okay. Kevin, let somebody speak. Uh, somebody else speak. Let somebody get a word in edgewise. <laughs> um, uh, he's, he's really nice, nice person. Did you, um, did you meet new people at the march? Did you meet uh, friends? There was some friends of mine who brought friends of theirs, so I saw them. And then there was another lady, and then we met up with some friends, and I saw some other people. Uh, <laughs> so, 
uh, it's one of those things again where as I was speaking just now, I start to bore myself. <laughs> You ever do that? Oh, all the time. And yeah. you just you get that's kind of like the na- nature of this podcast. You get yeah. three quarters of the way through the sentence, you and know, you just uh, want to go. I have to tap I'm out. Tired. Yeah, like <laughs> the, take a nap. The other week, uh, like it, I'm so used to like being interrupted constantly, and I and I wasn't interrupted, and then I was like looking at you guys, like listening to me, and I was like, this is the weirdest thing, and and then I was like sort of lost my train of thought and like got bored myself but it was it was nice to to get a full sentence out i finished <laughs> would going. you prefer joke over <laughs> uh, would you prefer uh not to be interrupted marty uh, well no i mean it's a regular conversation you know regular mm-hmm. conversation rules apply yeah right can i say something marty you may I think you are aging very, very well. I certainly feel aged. You are such a handsome man. Oh, stop. <laughs> oh, thank you. And I'm you. looking at you oh, because the light is <laughs> <laughs> waving me on. The light is behind you from where I'm sitting. So I'm seeing the angles of your face. You're slightly blinded. <laughs> no, but I can see the angles of your face and your jawline, your cheek and your forehead. You. He's a really, really handsome guy, sharp, and as you sharp. are aging, uh, you're you're uh, getting more. What's the word? Sort of uh, stream, not streamlined. I don't forgetful. Know. No, <laughs> yeah, me. <laughs> anyway, very handsome. Oh well, thank you. They, you're I'm you're too to sweet. Um, will you sing the mail sack song? Mail sack, we have some mail in the sack. <laughs> Come and listen while we read it. People mailed it to us. It is the mail sack. Um, look out, Dan Etheridge. You've got competition. <laughs> I'd take him down. Steve Owens writes in from... Tejas. He says, hey guys, listening to last week's ep and had some thoughts. Ooh. One. You guys were asking each other if you had participated in any marches or protests. 20 years ago, I heard on the radio that the KKK would be gathering in a small town 20 miles from San Antonio. Uh, San Antonio. I happened to be off that day. And so being a good white boy who grew up in the ghetto, I brought a sub sandwich, parked myself on a bench across the street from this event. Sadly, the KKK had a plethora of local cops protecting them. And I didn't get to see the KKK get their asses kicked. Does that count? Sure, that counts. Yeah. I think your presence there as a counter-protest was good. What? Or, or uh, I guess more as a casual observer. Yeah. Uh, a witness. Mm-hmm. A noble witness. And also, I think I'd like to know what kind of sandwich meat you had on there. Um, it's a hoagie. That's the natural, natural question. I'm going to guess, it being Texas, either... Um, barbecue brisket or roast beef? Well, I think he probably got um, a turkey, a turkey and cheese. That's mm. my guess. Uh, there was a, the, a little more Texoma, Texoma. Um, to there the was north. <laughs> Richard Spencer was in Washington. He's this uh, alt right guy from Montana. Dickie Spence. Dickie Spence. D D Spence. Um, so he was being interviewed when somebody uh, clad in black punched him in the Hoodie, head. Yeah, um, punched him in the head. Yes, yes. And people took delight out of that. Well, yeah, 
that's what I mean when I say we have to fuck things up and practice friendliness, understanding, compassion, and kindness. Yeah. He was a Nazi. Yeah. But when you, this is what I'm learning from a friend of mine who's a teacher. When you make the other person wrong or do a trauma to them, yeah. be mean to them, say a violence against them, what do you think that's going to do to them? It hurt them and make them angry. So they're just going to do it right back. They're yes. not going to go, oh, I learned my lesson. Now I understand. They go, no, I'm hurt and mad now too. Nobody has changed another person's convictions by beating the shit out of them. Right. Yes. Thank you, right. Marty. Well put. But after he got punched, apparently his friend who was holding him says, you got punched again? Or something like that. <laughs> you could hear it. You could hear it like, you got punched again? Uh, yeah. I, I understand that people are, get angry and it's, it's how that anger manifests itself. Um, and I, yeah. So, um, Darren reminded me that, uh, the graduate two was the pitch that was at the beginning of the player, Robert Altman's the player, oh. uh, almost as like, uh, an example of the absurdity of Hollywood. Okay. Oh, yeah. And then there was that movie rumor has it with Ruffalo and, um, Jennifer Aniston, where she plays the supposedly the offspring of that uh union i think uh. i think so it's sort of a, a a sequel is how darren describes it um never saw it never mm. saw it uh okay so yeah don't punch people in the head no engage no. with them with kindness and compassion listen to what they have they say but what if they say something just so wretched and full of of hatred vile well <clears throat> you you say boy that make me feel bad and wretched that sounds full of hatred and if you cannot carry on the conversation you can end the conversation uh, or you you know it's not going to be solved all at once but I all i know is that uh, making the other person wrong as as right as you may be and as much as you want to make them wrong it don't work in the long run it just don't work I think yesterday, uh, Shia LaBeouf, Shia, Shia screamed down a uh, uh, alt right guy. Yeah, he has this art project in, yes. in New York City where, uh, for a certain amount of time, this webcam will be up, and you're supposed to say something about resisting against. And the neo Nazi said yeah. fourteen words, or it's like it's a yeah he said fourteen, and it means some sort of. Right. Nazi slogan. Right. I don't even know. Is it 14 days, I think? Something. Yeah. But, um, and then Shia LaBeouf shouted him down yeah. aggressively. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he was pushing him. So yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah. I don't know if that changed any minds either way. No, I don't think um, it did. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't really cotton to Shia LaBeouf's art. Um, no. But good for him for expressing himself, right, Giselle? Yeah. It's all about expressing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Where, come on, compassion, kindness. Yeah, it it. Uh, well, I have nothing to add. You guys have <laughs> expressing covered. the anal glands uh -huh. is what's going on with my dogs. Oh, yeah. Right now, your doggies. No, we take them to the vet and they express their anal glands. Uh, now their they pugs. should be able to do something with that stuff. It has must have something. Give it to Shia LaBeouf for his artwork. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Hey, Shia. Shia, express your anal glands. Yeah, or here's some expressed anal glands. I don't get what juice. is even going on down there where they have to be expressed. I don't know. I think it's, it up. 
uh, nonsense. Uh, so Ooh. Steve, um, we're still in the mail sack, but With Steve Owen. Yeah, yeah. So okay. and then we this is all continued. Um, you tell me when to go. Yeah. So he said that we were talking about what we do in the shadows. Um, oh which yes. Is, yes, which is a wonderful movie that Taika Waititi um, co-wrote and directed. And uh, Steve says that he also wrote and directed and starred in Boy, uh, which is fantastic and available on Netflix. Also, he's directing the, the next Thor movie. Is that true? Uh, I I guess Steve so. Steve Owens yeah. has? What? No. Who's the he? Taika Waititi. Oh, I thought it was Steve Owens. No, no, no. no. Um, yeah, so 2010, uh, he directed this coming-of-age story really called Boy. And, um, and then he, I guess, is going to be directing the new Thor movie. That's good. I think that's a... Uh, yeah, he's doing Thor Ragnarok. Um so that's pretty exciting. Ragnarok? Uh, Ragnarok. That sounds like something Scooby, Scooby-Doo would say. Ragnarok. <laughs> and then um, Steve goes You're on. You're laughing. No, I'm not. Steve goes I'm on and says. Left. <laughs> no, it's funny. Ragnarok. It, is that what your dog is doing? Isn't that a Norwegian event? saying of some sort of god of rocks? Uh, I think it's it's um, actually a, a, an apocalyptic event. Okay. Uh, it's, Ragnarok. Um, Ragnarok. Ragnarok now. Uh, in Norse mythology, it's a series of future events, including a great battle, um, foretold to ultimately result in the death of a number of major figures, including Odin, Thor, Tyr, Freya, and Loki. Oh boy! Oh boy. Well, spoiler alert, people. Now we know how uh, Ragnarok is going to end. Um, Steve goes on to say that, Marty, you are a dirty old man. A dirty, dirty man. Okay, that, that's fair. Scott said, I didn't get much sleep last night, to which Marty replied, oh, yeah, how is your mouth? Ha, 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 What? <laughs> dirty Marty. Dirty Marty. Um, and he says, uh, okay, love you guys. My daughter marched in Austin. Great. That's awesome. Sorry about your mom. Thank Scott, you. Scott, that's Thank rough. You. And then he said, my mom passed on Thanksgiving weekend of 2013. Bye, guys, Steve. And that's... In that case, he's that was an offer of sympathy. Yeah, yeah, not, not yeah. Up, you know, a one, one upsmanship. Yeah. yeah, he was uh, telling was you, a, I yeah. understand. He was reaching out. I not, feel your pain. Not trying to. to right. Yeah. Um, thank pain. you, Steve. Uh, next in the email sack is uh, let's see, Vivo Barefoot. Uh, Barefoot has a summer, a spring summer sale. Um, so they sent us, uh, they send us regular emails. So Ooh, what check do that they out. sell? Uh, Dumb shoes. Dumb? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. What, what is dumb about them? Uh, they have those, like, those toe ones, the five toe ones. Oh. Pretty, pretty. You, do you own a pair of them? I do not because oh. they're, they're D-U-M-M dumb. Um, <laughs> I they, could see you wearing them. Though. How dare you? Too. You know I what? I am like insulted. Don't you know be. what? You say a lot of things on this, but never anything so low as accusing me of wearing Vivo barefoot Toe just, sandals. Have you ever tried them on? No, I what never What if will. you did and you loved them and you had to rethink everything you thought toe you knew? Toe socks. Did you ever have toe socks? I did. Okay, yeah. I did. Not as comfortable as you had hoped. Oh. You ever tried them? No. It's for ladies, isn't it? No, guys can wear okay. them Okay. What are you talking about? Toe, toe socks. Toe socks. Oh. Oh, no. Where they no. have, they're like gloves, but for your feet. They yeah. have little individual toes. Yeah. I had a rainbow yeah. yeah, it's my sister's hat. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, in, they match my rainbow suspenders. In Japan, in the they gauchos. have the ones with like one toe, you know, so that you can wear those sandals, thongs. thongy sandals. Did you buy those? 
those when you no. was there? No, they oh. just didn't. When I was in Japan, the construction workers had these boots that had a one-toe situation. It's really weird. They look like slippers, but they were on a construction site. Wow. Yeah. Steel reinforced toe for Yeah, safety? it was really bizarre, but a one toe separate from the rest of the foot. Wow. Um, Steve also actually uh, filled our literal mail sack. Yes, he did. Uh-oh. Now I'm, it took me a while to clue in literal mail sack, and then I'm thinking, but I got it. We got a gift from Steve Owens, and it's a really special gift. And here it is. He sent us many things, and we He's, really appreciate it. He had it. sent us those nice Merp shirts that he made, and uh, also the books. And now he has sent us new shirts. And look at these. Aww. They're really great. That's a photograph from behind the scenes of the movie Fight Club. And it is um, Edward Bradley Norton. Pitt. Standing behind Edward Norton, and they have funny look on the face, and it's a screen printed onto the white T-shirt. And what does a note say? Accompanying note. And uh, the accompanying note, uh, I don't, I don't think there was. An oh, I thought there was something in. there. There. No, this is just uh, the the label from the mailing. Uh, oh, thank you, Steve. That's so Very thoughtful. Nice. Yeah. And it, it's wrapped. so wonderful. So uh, we each, he mailed one, two, three, four, five of them. Wow. And I want to give a plugs. This is from his uh, t-shirt shop. He have an online t-shirt shop. Oh, cool. That is fantastic. Yeah, and so it's called the Orange 47 shop. Orange like the color. Orange. Is there another context for orange? Uh, it's now uh, Aren't you glad yeah, you asked? Exactly. <laughs> well, I, I, I didn't mean I wasn't trying to be a dick. I was actually no. I know you make a good point, but I guess I just was want to safety first. You know, <laughs> to to be clear, Orange Forty Seven Shop dot com All and right. we have the Merp shirt that he have sent us. He have this shirt, other shirts. Really cute stuff. It, tell us why, uh, Steve, when you write in next, tell us why you call it Orange 47. Is yeah. that like a UT thing? or uh, Because it came in this nice orange uh, wrapping. Um, I don't know what, what that's all about. Uh, yeah. And, uh, medium, medium. What size is this one? Large. And all right. There's a microphone. In front of you. Do they have fat two, size? Two medium, two larges, yeah. and what size is this one? A small. Two right. medium, two large, and a small. Thank you so much. And if it, so nice. Yeah, that's I'm awesome. going to wear this one. But I think I want a medium. What size you guys want? You both need well, a large. We, we, we can take this offline there. <laughs> you Oh, hey. Uh, who said this? Someone. Uh, is that David Castro? Yeah, David Castro. He said, orange is the new black. It is. <laughs> That's a thing. <laughs> That's already been taken. Uh, I like that tweet. <laughs> it's uh, archival. No, what's the word? Topical? No, uh, the opposite. <laughs> but yeah, wait, uh, what's oh, the yeah. word? Um, uh, Ironically topical? <laughs> Ironically topical. Uh, he also, David Castro, tweeted a photo of the frost on his car this morning, which is a really pretty... Um, Tyronical? It's where a pretty is, where symbol. Where is that at? Here. Oh, he lives in the valley. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, it was really goddamn cold this morning. It is, still is. Yeah. Um, all right. So, hey, speaking of the cold, Marty, I wanted to ask you: You have this nice new house that you live in. How did it do in the rains? It did not leak. Yay! Was that's you good. were you really happy? I was very happy. I know. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's always yeah. good. Um, yeah. How did your house do, Scott? Uh, my garage leaked, and I brought in a guy today, this morning, to help fix the leak. He's like, "Well, I don't know anything about leaks. I'm a plumber." I was like, "What? That's what it says on your website: fix leaks." But you know what? Leaks as in pipes because I'm a moron. Oh. Yeah. And you did not tell him on the phone? I had just taken a nap and I was like, oh, okay, hey, you can come fix a leak. He's like, and the lady was like, okay, where's the leak coming from? I'm like, the rain? Like, duh. <laughs> and then, yeah, I was not awake when I called this person. Oops. And they charged me for the visit. I was like, oh, oh how I'm much? Moron. I don't even want to say. It's the worst. Over one hundred dollars. Yes, I'm an idiot. Well, I'm a then house, you say a homeowner now. That's then what you say while you're here, shouldn't be a no. I did, but then we the had pipe. just had a plumber fix everything. Oh. There's nothing to ask him. And I said, all I could ask him was, "How dumb was this call?" He goes, $119 dumb." <laughs> You were like, I'm writing this, but fuck you. Exactly. I would have knocked on the neighbor's door. Like, you have him for an hour, right? That's pretty much, you're right. You're absolutely right. Just go out and say, hey, anybody need a plumber for an hour on me? I'd be like, that would have been great. Just clean the toilet, why don't you? You know, do something. Yeah, Yeah. do something. For an hour. Yeah. You want to do a podcast? I should have said. Make him. Wind turbine, his dingle dangle. <laughs> Why would I? <laughs> dance? Hey, could you do this for me? For an, you, you own him for an I'd hour. I do it better though, but you could try. <laughs> we could have a battle, right? You know, they they had to outlaw that because of, you were killing too many birds. That's what um, that's what my next stand up is going to be about. Just about your giant dick. Yeah, because there's no dick jokes ever at an open mic. Yeah. Did you do one? No, I don't do dick jokes. Cause I do them dick for you. No joke. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I always say when I get up there, and I was like, "Ooh, yeah, better rethink it." Um, Will you hold this up to you so I can take a picture and tweet it? All right. Well, can we do that afterwards and actually we can do... talk while I do? Okay, keep go going, ahead. Go going. ahead. You talk. No, 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 I... no, no. Tell us, tell us about your week. Oh, it was really nice and fun. Uh, we have a good time. Doing what? Very little, as it turned out. Okay. Mostly wading through the rain with my cats. Mm-hmm. And now that we're living in the one-room studio. Oh, you do you want to tell us about your new living situation? You moved to a smaller place. Yeah, we moved to a smaller place, just a little one-room studio. And and a tiny living. And like, so this is like a, a a conscious effort to live smaller. Yeah. It wasn't like you got evicted by the the evil um, uh, Trump family. (laughs) No, just say you did. Just say you did. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Trump. Thanks, Mr. President. Thank you, Trumpy. So so it's just a single room for you and Helmut and how many cats? Two cats. Two cats. Yeah. And how is it? Uh, Helmut and me love it. The cats, not as much. 
Uh-huh. But they're indoor-outdoor, right? They are indoor-outdoor, but you can bet they was going crazy when it was raining and they couldn't, they don't want to go outside. Uh, so they was pretty upset about that. But we just love it. It is uh, under, it's about 390 square feet uh-huh. or 363, something like this. Very small. It have a full-size kitchen in one quarter of the space. Then half the space is the living room and the table for the, the computers. We're both on the computers. And then the other quarter uh, is a loft up above. Like a, we build a platform halfway up, you know, like four and a half feet uh, platform. So there's the, the bed on top and then underneath is the what we call the crawl-in closet. Because... Uh, you have to duck down uh-huh. and that have all the clothing and dressers under there. Right. And it worked perfectly. We have a little sofa that we sit on and we look at entertainment on the computers uh-huh. when we want to. And we also can slide the sofa underneath the crawl-in closet to clear open the space and then have room to do yoga uh-huh. or and naked and dance. dance party. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think for me, it would just be... <laughs> <laughs> Mine would be. <laughs> we got it. You got a big dick. <laughs> it's no joke. Not a laughing matter. <laughs> and yet we're all giggling. <laughs> and here's the main thing that I find in living so uh, in this small way. The interesting thing is, uh, you we have to clean more often i'm not such a cleanliness person you know so when i was living in a bedroom a lot of bedrooms and hallways house you know maybe i will clean once every two weeks so the dust bunnies build up along the baseboards or you just go in a different room because all the craps in the other room yeah exactly but now isn't it just like done exactly so we have to clean every day but only a little bit we have to sweep up every day because they get dander and cat hair all dust and dirt from outside uh, every day so it sweeps and uh, do the dishes to keep the kitchen clean and put everything away and it's you have place. partitions no partitions mm. it's one space and um and you haven't gotten sick of each other no we're really compatible uh-huh. My friend was saying, what are you going to do when you need some space? And uh, I thought about it and oh, said, you right. know, Helmut and me don't really need space from each other. It's crazy. We're just very compatible. And that how much good. shit did you have to get rid of? Lot of, lot of, lot of. And what's the thing that you miss most that you had to get rid of? Um, nothing so far. I don't wow. miss it. Because we... We have access to a storage shed. So for the things that won't fit in the main house, we do have a storage shed right. to put those in. Uh, interesting to be getting rid of a lot of the dishware. We just don't need 18 bowls. Yeah. We can have uh, six bowls and that's enough bowls. Well, how are you going to have 18 people over? I know. Yeah. We have to. Cr- I think then I will have them at a restaurant, not at the house. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I have like, so much dishware yeah uh, but you have space for it I, I guess so but i don't like having all this stuff yeah you know it's like too much stuff it's a lot of stuff i was listening I, I like buying stuff i just don't like having stuff oh do buying things it gives uh, me self-worth yeah 
It gives you a feeling of accomplishment and uh, prowess, <laughs> decision making. You have conquered something, and, you've procured it. And I got new shit. And you got new shit. You always have the thought when you're going to buy something new. Uh, I say this, the universal you, including me. Mm -hmm. You have the thought, uh, this is going to fix everything. Right. There's no shoes. There's no pants. I'm going to be a whole new person. I'm going to be the kind of person like in the fashion magazine who looks so happy and and everybody love them and they're well put together and they have perfect eyebrows. That's going to be me when I buy this new underwear. What happens? And then yeah. you get them home and you go, oh, my eyebrows still the same. My anxiety level still the same. Wherever you go, there you are. Yeah. So then Buckaroo you, Banzai. You, then often then you think, well, I got to go out buy something new. No, no, no. Instead, switch it around and re realize buying stuff not going to make you happy. No. Just figure out, learn a new way to be happy. Help wanted, inquire within. That's so special. Yeah. You s we all of us have no idea how special and amazing we are. You know, I like to go on the Reddit, right? Uh -huh, I talk uh -huh. about this. And one thing I really like is anytime somebody mentioned on their depression or anxiety, boy, oh boy, everybody comment. Me too, me too, me too. Everybody's really depressed and anxious. I go through it too myself, very much. But I was feeling so connected to everybody. I was like, wow, we're all really suffering from depression, anxiety, feeling disconnected from everybody. And it made me feel connected to them to think, hey, we're all together in our disconnection. So now what I do when I try to go out on the street, I, I think when I see a stranger, I try to think that that guy's on Reddit and he probably feel anxious and depressed. Like, I, I just make that assumption in yeah. my mind. Uh -huh. And then I, I feel a nice warmth toward him. Do you go touch, touch him? I have to refrain because yeah, I know yeah. strangers don't like no. to. But I, I often have the urge to touch someone that yeah. on the back of the neck yeah. or the shoulder. Yeah. And do you just think in <laughs> there was some touching going on in the studio here? For the listeners, just now I was touching Scott on the and shoulder and he, he leaned and away. <laughs> like, uh, this is grossing me personal out. Personal space invasion. You're creepy. <laughs> Sorry, I creeped no, on tease. you. Tease. Um and uh do you think after that fuck yeah referring back to friendliness, understanding, yeah, caring and kindness, caring, knowledge. Kindness. Yeah. What's the first one? F friendliness. It is friendliness. Friend okay. Friendliness. Well that's really hard to say. Friend friendliness. <coughs> you can say it. How do you do it? Friendliness. Friendliness. <laughs> <laughs> Spot on. Friendliness. Guys, I think we're going to end. My, my vocal cords, my tongue don't want to do it. Um. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Woof. So will you, <laughs> will you go up to me and bring some of this, this uh, comedy? Touching? No, comedy. Oh, Mia's. I thought you said me. Go up to me. Yeah. We... Are you going to go tonight? No. I, I have a I, dinner tonight. I can't go. Yeah, but will you go an, another time? Yeah, we will should you, all go. We you bring okay. We could do a nooner podcast. We could record. Oh, we can record our bits. Yeah, our naughty bits. That we would be good. That. How yeah, about we, we go uh, not this Tuesday, but next one? Yeah. Is can we do that? We all agree. Yes. Next Tuesday, I'll be working, so I'll miss this podcast. But that night, we could all 
Go. All right. Okay. That sounds good. Okay. Um, and I think we, we're just going to end a little early today. Um, really? Okay, well, go ahead. What do you got? Babkas. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> so anyhow, I think we're going to end a little early. <laughs> what? What? Okay, go, you go, Scott. We Red just do and this. yellow just and pink and green, purple and orange and blue. Oh, uh, orange as in the color. Yeah, I can sing a rainbow. Is this, is this, this how you stretch three minutes yes. to seven? Exactly. <laughs> when is he going to tell a joke? Exactly. Just, he'll get yeah. to it eventually. I'm an alternative comic. <laughs> right. Alternative to laughing. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, is that one of your jokes? Yes. Is it really? Yeah. It's a good one. I yeah. like that. Um, do, do you want to just read more life pro tips? Or do you have any more that you want to add? Uh, oh, yeah, that's good. Let me see. Let me see what I like to do. Uh, life pro tips. I have so many. Uh-huh. You know what? Because you're living uh, a pro life. <laughs> <laughs> I have, um, you know, used to be I love to give people advice. They, they they were sharing, they're having a problem in their life or struggle with this and that. And I, I would say, here's my advice for you, what you need to do. And I think if you listen to me on this podcast, you say, yeah, Giselle, you're still doing that. You always say, here's what you should do. But what I'm trying to do now is not give advice unless people say, hey, do you have advice for yeah. me? Oh, you know what you should do about that? <laughs> you should... Um, <laughs> uh, because most people don't want to hear it, and I think I can, I think I can connect with people better and just by listening to them. You know how I thought about that? Because I noticed that when people just listen to me, I feel really validated. So I'm trying to do that for other people. I think that's a good thing, and I don't think I do that very well. Um, but it's something I aspire to. Another thing I heard is that if if a kid asks you a question about like. Like you know, a young kid, like you know, why is the sky blue, or or what happens after we die, or any sort of like question, you know, sort of large question. Uh, instead of just telling them, ask them, well, what do you think happens? Oh, yeah. and then to get get in an actual conversation that engages them into the the sort of critical thinking process, you know. That's really smart. Yeah. Well, as long as they don't go, well, I don't know. What do you think? I don't, I don't know. know. What, what do, do you think? think? I don't know. What do you think? Shut up. Ask your mom. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not your real daddy. Ask your mom. Run, <laughs> oh my god! They run crying from the room. Yeah, that's how do you, how you do it. Yeah. Uh, Critical w- thinking—that's a good uh, skill to help. Yeah. The next generation develop. Not gonna happen if you have people spewing alternative facts. Alternative facts. Lies. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy time. I mean, it it really is like a fight against critical thinking, and yeah. and there there will not be. I've said earlier uh, a couple episodes ago that we should have we should teach critical thinking. Yeah. But then what happens is that undermines authority. You know, it's sort of it's a subversive skill to have because basically you're saying, you know, why do we have to eat this round piece of bread at church? You know, yeah. how is this? And and then like it upsets the apple cart, and so people yeah. don't like that. But yeah, yeah. And or just trust what the com- what the big companies are doing, or trust what government's doing. Don't ask, don't ask questions. We're just doing it. Don't don't have critical thinking. And, right. And I think that's we need to to promote that. Um, 
if we could make a cereal, critical thinking cereal, like Critical Crispies or something like oh, this. Oh, I thought you meant like an ongoing the gas show. The gas too, but Critical Crispies or... Critical Crispies. Crunchy Critical. Crunch, yeah. cr- crunchy Critical. Crunch. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. with berries and raisins, choco Critic Crunch. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then you can eat it and it helps uh, you have critical thinking. Okay. And it's the, just called Ebert Crunch. Oh, oh yeah, I see yeah, what you're yeah, doing yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Gore Vidal <laughs> yeah. and the other guy. Um, Buck- Buckminster Fuller. <laughs> no, Buckminster. it was uh, uh, William Falk. Yeah. Or oh, no, Buck- uh, Buckley. Buckley. William Buckley, yeah. yeah. Buckley, Gore, uh, Edward B- Gore. Buckley Buckwheat. Edward Snowden. Frosted Flakes. <laughs> <laughs> Snowden <laughs> Frosted Flakes. <laughs> Assange, Chalk, Count Chocula. <laughs> uh, no, I don't even yeah. know that. I'm not a uh, fan. Uh, not either, Gloria Steinemose. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, we'll keep, I would we'll, eat Gloria Steinemose. We'll keep working on it. Um, oh, and Darren also very, very uh, succinctly pointed out that orange, the color orange is named for the fruit. So when I said like, what in what other context would something be orange? Or would use orange, well, the fruit. Thank you. Who said that? Darren, of course. Darren, you're my oh, best friend today. He's a critical thinker. Yeah, he yeah. is. Yeah, Darren Nola. Darren Nola. Right. I would eat Darren Nola. Um, so what do you have in store? Let, let's talk about what's going on in your, in your creative life. Are, are you doing any storytelling? I, I, uh, yeah, in March. I have okay. two, two in March that I think I mentioned last week. None, none before then. Okay, and what about the Giselle Show podcast? Oh, I keep meaning to... Giselle with friends, friends that, with Giselle. Yeah, mm. I, I keep meaning to do another one. I have to get on that. Okay. You know, something about the rains. Yeah. I could do nothing but just sit there and surf the web. I could not do it. I just could not bring myself to exercise or do critical thinking or writing or creating. I just sat there surfing the web. Getting life pro tips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I have to say, it, it felt really good to just uh, just to just to go bleh, uh, listen to the rain. Okay, and then but you'll be available at stand up next week at Mia's. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're yeah. gonna we do it. We should go. All yeah. Right. Uh, for real, I'm gonna do it. it. Start. Sign up starts at five. The show starts at six. Sometimes I just go at six thirty. That way, I'm not sitting there for two hours or three hours. You just catch the. Tail end. When you sign up, do you get to pick your spot? No, you are. Oh. It's come it's as first you come, are. first yeah. serve, right? So I was number nineteen. Nineteen. Yeah. And so nineteen. And everyone gets oh. about six minutes. Wow, that's yeah. a good it amount good. of time. Yeah. And people. Uh, so by the time you get up, there's usually about seven or eight people there. So it's a and it's a really safe, nice. Room. It was really fun. Like yeah. I did not. You know, I was completely sober and uh, very cold, but I, I was not at all uh, intimidated. It was a very welcoming crowd. Yeah. And they were responsive and thoughtful. And some of those people were doing very well in the world of comedy. Yeah. So. There were some very good comics there. Yeah. Very, very good wow. ones. Wow. Yeah. Um, and then some not so great. Yeah. But and they're then, learning. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So it was a really fun place to go. Yeah. It's that. good because people are just trying out bits. So um, it's not always, it's not always. Uh, um, a triumph. W- and um, so, did you guys have a hot dog? I had uh, I tater did. tots. Oh, oh yeah, tater tots. I did have a hot dog. Yeah, we, we, we split some search. I shared. Tater tots. Question: Was the tater tots uh, 
Uh, it's okay either way, but I'm just curious: was they homemade or was they from frozen? I think they were from frozen. Yeah, I think oh, they're yeah, from yeah. frozen. Yeah. How, has anybody attempted to make homemade tater tots? I will for you. <gasps> Marty, I would love that. Okay. Are you going to use your air fryer? Uh, no, I'll use the deep, deep fryer. fryer. Okay. Yeah. Huh. I really look forward to trying okay. that. That right. sounds delicious. All right, good. And maybe you put in a little bit of minced onion. Maybe we'll see. You know, garlic. No, not garlic. Garlic, just a little. It's in yours? Yes. Okay. We'll, we'll dust it with garlic. Okay, so that's people can tune in for that. Um, <laughs> and then... You know what it'll sound like? Yeah. And then people can uh, go uh, buy uh, your next uh, graphic novel in three years. Uh, yes. And it takes forever. Yeah. Uh, but and no, it's very it's, exciting. And you said David Castro is in the Valley. He lives in uh -huh. LA. So David... Why don't you come to Mia's next week? We're gonna be there. You oh, should yeah. do some standing up too. Yeah, it's a fun, it's a fun group. Just um, anybody in listening, yeah, anybody David, should be there. If you're nervous about doing it, I promise you this: I will sit there being your biggest supporter. You look in my eyes. I want the last thing you see to be the face of love. Before I, <laughs> before Giselle kills you. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That's what you, it sounded like. You, that was from she, she, Dead Man Walking. That's what she say. Oh, okay. You remember that? No, I don't. She say to him, you look in my eyes because I want the last thing you see to be the face of love or something like this. When he was going to be put to bed. Oh, okay. Sister, Sister Prejean. All right. So, anyway, David, you come, do it, and I'll be supporting you in the audience, make you feel really good because I think you're great. Yeah, and... um. Okay, so that's that's where we are right now. So uh, catch us how you catch us. Uh, we still, Chris Miller. We want to hear about your LA trip. Uh, so uh, maybe we'll have you call in next week or or uh, figure something out and um, email us at uh, noonerpodcast at gmail .com. And thank you, Will Wilkins. I'll try to work on this modulating volume thing. And until then, we will see you next Tuesday. Yay! Bye for Bye. now. has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio.